0: Welcome to In the Mood for a podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things romance books. My name is Bonnie from Bond Reviews Books on Instagram and TikTok. And with me is Shawnee from Shawnee Reads. Hello. And Mary from The Vibrarian. Hi. And our special guest today, again, is Crystal. Hi. Welcome.
1: Welcome back. Me. <laughs> again. <laughs> For the we're so happy letters, to have you
2: we had to revisit this
1: <laughs> we had a little recording
0: mishap and we're redoing our episode <laughs> it's gonna be fresh it's gonna be good i feel like we're gonna have even more to talk about now
3: we sure will yeah <laughs> we've matured as a group
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: well, uh, I feel like let's not promise too much. <laughs> the
0: last twenty four hours were really big.
3: <laughs> Who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about what they're in the mood for? I'll
2: go first. Um, so last week I mentioned that I had uh, started listening to Magnolia Parks on Spotify and with using their new audiobook feature and that I hadn't like quite figured out like what the deal was and then through my own use and then like talking to other people who were trying to use it we did discover that you have to be like the owner of the account to use it um and so if you're like on a family account and you're not the primary account holder, you won't have access to like the pre included premium and what it is is you get fifteen hours of audiobook listening per month, which I already like ended up having to pay extra because I finished Magnolia Parks absolutely devoured it loved it so much. It's so like toxic and terrible, but it's so intriguing I love I really liked the narration um. And is it what du- uh, is it dual? It's dual, yeah. Not duet. There's POV. Yeah. Uh. Okay. No, it is. No, it is. It's first person POV. Yeah, and it's okay. dual. And then Daisy hates is three. There's three POVs because it's Daisy and her brother, and then the MMC love interest and the I started the. Daisy hates audiobook and heard the male narrators and was like, "Hello."
3: Oh, really? Who is it? I'm
2: that? into this. Um, <laughs> I forget who does the brother, but then I ended up looking up the guy who does Christian, who's the or they say Christian because they say it in a British accent. But he has a. Okay, wait. I look. I figured this out. <laughs> Shit. He has a. Um, uh. Oh my God! Now I can't remember what it is, but this it was bothering me because when the Magnolia Parks kind of because he's a character in that in that book too, they kind of did like a a little bit of an accent for him, and I was thinking that he was like Irish or something. Oh, I I just remember what it was. Um, and then it's very strong in this book with his uh with the narrator, and it's a Yorkshire accent,
1: and so it's kind of like.
2: Yeah, and I looked it up, and the guy is an actor. He does voice acting, but he also does, like, regular acting, and he's cute. He's, like, this, like, young, cute guy and has this, like, really cute, like, kind of... It Because I was, like, it's not a... Um, he doesn't do... It's not, like, Peaky Blinders, like, um, Cockney, but it kind of has that vibe. Like, he's, like, a gang... He's, like, his family does, like, organized crime or something like they're like he's kind of like a bad boy a little bit and like has this like sort of the gangster like I don't know there's something about it I was like immediately in love but then I was like Does he sound like up in
3: a mansion right except that he
2: <laughs> totally did um so I, I don't know but it's very charming I definitely really like him over the the, MM, the uh, MMC in Magnolia Parks like absolutely love him team Christian forever um but he I was like a few chapters in and they're like, oh, you ran out of hours for this month. And I was like, oh, here's the guidelines that I've been looking for and figured <laughs> out that like you get 15 hours. So just keep that in mind. You can top up your hours if you pay. It's like an extra $12 to get 10 more hours. And if you like run out like those, if, you, if the month like billing month happens before you use those 10 hours. They continue to roll over so even if you need like like if you're desperate to get like two more hours before your billing month goes through yeah, those eight hours will then tack on to like whenever you need them yeah. again but now I'm trying to be a little bit more strategic so that I can stay within my 15 hours and then get audiobooks elsewhere so I actually ended up getting book three in the um, uh, audi- audible sale because Uh, I only have like 12 hours left for this like billing cycle on Spotify so I ended up downloading um, the Britney Spears memoir because I love her to death and um, I used to be really into celebrity memoirs so that's going to be a little side quest uh, I'm going to do because it's only like six hours long I think it's a pretty short book. Um, but the audiobook is supposed to be good. It's Michelle Williams as the narrator. Um, and oh, I was going to
3: say, like, if I had to listen to Brittany talk, I probably would. No, it's not her. her eyes I know, but I'm she like doesn't, listening. like, really have the panache to be an audiobook narrator.
2: <laughs> yeah, this for is sure. True. Yeah. Um, so Michelle Williams, I think is, uh, I've heard does a really good job. So I'm excited to listen to that too. But yeah, that's my I'm like, looking for something to read on Kindle now because I finished the Atlas Rose uh, book, and I'm like, not really ready to get into the next one. Um, but I also have, I have a lot of stuff downloaded on my Kindle. So I'm going to get get into that. But yeah, it was audiobooks all break. I was cooking up a storm so that was that was the move for sure
3: yeah I feel like I feel like the 15 hours is fine if you're like a casual audiobook listener yeah but like I can blow through 15 hours of audiobook in a weekend
2: oh yeah well book three of this of the Magnolia so it's Magnolia Parks is book one Daisy Hates is book two and then and it takes place like at the same time as the events of M- Magnolia Parks and then to focus on yeah, other yeah. characters. And then I'm not sure if that's how books three and four are timeline-wise, but book three is back to Magnolia Parks POV and book four is Daisy hates. And then there's a fifth book that comes out next year that is Magnolia Parks again. So, um, but the book three is like 19 hours long. And I think that if you're like a two times audiobook girly you could really like stretch that 15 hours but I do like 1.2 so it's not like anything really that significant and it doesn't really make that much of a difference but um I do think that Shawnee it would be good for because I know you've talked about this and I know uh Bonnie you mentioned that you wanted to you you got a bunch of books in the audible sale because you like want to get started on a bunch of books And Shawnee, you've talked about how like if you're not ready to get into a book, you'll have like Alexa read the first 10% or first 100 pages or something. And I feel like that this could be a really good thing for that because you can it's like by track and stuff and it doesn't. So you don't have to download the whole book. You can literally just download a couple of tracks and just listen to them.
3: For sure. Yeah, that's my that's my I don't know if I want to commit to this book yet
2: right stuff. yeah like for
3: stuff. sure i like to do the hard work for me when i'm like going to work or something like that hard they work.
2: also have samples <laughs> that are you can listen to like five minutes of the book without it like cutting into your time as well
3: or you can so. listen to the sample so you don't like get the whole book so that you don't accidentally download a katie robert book that is set in boston and the boston accent that the narrator does is the worst thing on the <laughs> earth <laughs> <laughs> oh my god What a I was, and I I also like I knew it was Mafia but I didn't know it was set in Boston I was like I just know that I have this book on my shelf and I was like I'll just go for it and it literally lasted for like a half a chapter I was like this is horrendous like this sounds like someone thinks that the Lucky Charms Leprechaun like that is like a Boston accent-ish yeah. and I was like well no I can't do this I, I have to read that book in paperback the audiobook is not going to be it for me so.
2: yeah for sure oh, so well. Bonnie, what are you in the mood for?
0: Um, Well, yeah, I definitely took advantage of the um, audiobook sale on Audible. And, like, I'm really just doing it because I only allowed myself to buy audiobooks of physical books that I already own that I've had on my TBR for, like, way too long. So, first I went through and I went on, which, Scribd changed their name to Um Everett. so Everand, I was like, what the hell is this app? I don't even remember downloading it.
2: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so Everand and Libby, I like went through my entire physical TBR, looked up my books on both of those apps first to see if they were on there and like either requested them or like saved them. And then if I couldn't find them, I was like, okay, what is the sale on Audible? And if they were like a reasonable price, I was like, all right, I'm going to get it. Um, so I, I downloaded them and I'm thinking like, I don't know. Like like you said, it kind of almost like jumpstarts my interest in the book. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, (laughs) unfortunately, I feel like it's like an easier way to get me like excited about reading books that I've put off for a really long time. And I have a lot of those. So like, I don't know. I chose some, especially some longer ones that I was like, Ugh, it's, why have I not already started reading this yet um so let me pull out my list because I was like there's a lot
3: <laughs> but that's like fairly responsible that you look them up on Scribd or Libby before
0: yeah I I mean I wouldn't just buy audiobooks for no reason like I'm the other thing is that I have a lot of um so like during the day, like so first of all, I don't have a job right now, but I'm I am working on like a lot of art commissions and things and working with like some authors on stuff like that and then when I'm not doing that, I'm just doing like random house shit or like anything I can possibly get done, which leaves a lot of time for like reading, but I don't really just sit down and read, so I was like I should just get audiobooks. I really should just get into audiobooks because then I would be reading so much more. Mm -hmm. um I was like I'll try this out uh because sometimes I'll just like my ADHD brain will just kind of like take off without me and I'm like wait was I listening to something um but it's been really working for me at the gym and it's been really working for me like when I do artwork and stuff because I'll just like zone out and be like drawing and listening um I feel like it like actually is perfect so I already flew through King of Wrath by Anna Huang and I started King of Pride today Uh, while I was at the gym and absolutely loved King of Wrath I really really liked it um I'm not sure how I'm gonna feel about the rest of the books I like Opposites Attract so I have high hopes for the second one but like the Twisted series was very hit or miss for me I really only liked two of the books in it so I'm not like Mm -hmm. but I I just feel like she did she does billionaire really well and I don't Mm -hmm. typically really like billionaire that much um she but so she's good. she's just so good at it in my opinion
3: yeah i th- i think she does billionaire really well but the problem is that she doesn't make them that different from each other at least to me i'm like no i,
1: mean, <laughs> I know what i'm getting the
2: yeah same guys, but
1: in different fonts <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. and i feel
2: like that's why reese and uh josh are so popular because they're the two
0: they're That's my favorites. They're <laughs> favorites. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I was like, oh, they're not. I don't know. I just, like, love them so much more. But, yeah, you're right. But I actually, I really liked Dante. I um, was a big fan. And I like the guy in book two, Kai. So we'll see. I'm I'm not sure. Um, but I bought that series because I was like, I'd really like to read these. And I had bought the physical copy of King of Wrath already. Um, all of the Chloe Lee books in the Bergman Brothers series were, like, two dollars or something and I was like okay I'm just gonna buy all of these because I had only read the first book and or I actually read two of the books in that series the first one and two so then I bought the rest of the books
3: Bonnie starts a series that she doesn't and
0: then I never finish
3: it never. <laughs> so I was like all right
0: I'm gonna buy these because I just adore her writing and I've I feel like that whole series is just so well reviewed so I know I'm gonna like them it's so um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited about that. I got Butcher and Blackbird because it is a duet narration. Yeah, mm-hmm. duet, not duel. Which all of the Anna Huang books in this uh, Kings of Sin series are also duet, and it is a game changer for me. Like it's just so good. So I'm really excited. I've heard so much about Butcher and Blackbird, especially from Shawnee. So. Yes. I know. I need <laughs> to read
3: that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you read that before Black Sheep.
0: Oh, yeah. Black Sheep. So Black Sheep is by the same author.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I need to read both of those. I know. Yeah, I love Black <laughs> yes, Sheep. I'm um, not if
2: you're in Blackbird yet, though. I, that's on my list.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe we can read it. Maybe we can buddy read soon. We'll yeah, see.
3: <laughs> well, you, you won't be able to do the audiobook, though. Oh,
0: yeah. Is it really spicy?
3: It's pretty spicy. Oh, okay. But is
2: it like I, mean, I don't know? It's just sometimes the voices like creep me out. I'm like, get the egg. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I just sound like that. <laughs> well, it's it's,
3: it's it's the thing where I really just like that that. when the guys do like a girly voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just gets. Oh creepy. yeah. So
2: if it's a duet, that's probably better.
3: Because yeah, that's,
2: yeah, that's that's something. But also, just like. If the guy's voice isn't, like, perfect, I don't want to hear him.
1: Well,
0: and that's... I really liked um, King of Wrath because Jacob Morgan did it, and I was like, this guy is so perfect for these books. Like, it just really fits the voice. And um, a couple other ones, like, I got Final Offer by Lauren Asher because, for some reason, I still haven't read it, and it's a thick book, so I was like, I'll get the audiobook. Um, And Alex Kidd is one of the narrators and I really like him too so I was like I feel really good about this like I feel like I, I now know which uh, like narrators I'm into that I feel good about and I'm more likely to buy them if I'm like okay I like that guy's vo- that person's voice because it doesn't bother that me. just
2: <laughs> reminded me because um I really like the narrator that JL Seegers uses Dude, okay, yeah. The Revive Me, um, oh, yeah, that I haven't read yet, uh, is two dollars and 45 cents.
0: Okay, yeah, wait, yes. what's the, the first book in that series, Restore Me?
3: Restore yes,
0: me. the narrators for that book were so good. The guy's I mean, voice, so- I was like, this is beautiful, it's
2: <laughs> so good. So it's she really uses the same guy, right. I think it's a different girl, okay, or Restore Me, um, because. But yeah, his Winston James, his voice is so good. He sounds like exactly how I, I picture both of the guys. I'm like, yeah, you guys have the same voice. It's fine. <laughs> but I think he yeah. kind of sounds like a little like different. Like he makes them sound like different, but just it sounds age appropriate. That's a big thing for me. I feel like a lot yes. of times mm-hmm. the, the narrator doesn't sound like the character's age. and I Especially girls. Yeah, they like yeah. even if the narrator is roughly so. the same age like maybe like late 20s or something and the character is like early 20s they I feel like they were like taught to do like a more proper sounding voice and then you're like this is a teenager talking like not a teenager <laughs> but like early 20s or something and like I'm 32 and I talk like this so I'm like
1: Dude, I just mean, take it down a notch. Let's relax. No, that was my whole issue with Candy Steiner's audiobooks. I mean, I like the series. <laughs> <comedy. laughs> I read the first three books in it's a football water. What's the, the name of the series? Oh, oh Rivals. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. And I was just like, I don't believe these people are 18, 19, 20. <laughs> right? There's no way. Yeah. Um, so, it's I mean, like, I like
2: calm the duel. Like, yeah. Yeah. And Why do you
1: sound was, like that? <laughs> yeah. That one was the one where I was like, I don't think I like duel. I, I would too uh, much prefer duet. Because when the girls were doing the guys' voices, I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> when the guys were doing the girl voices.
3: Well, it's just one of those things where it's like they're going to a frat party, but they sound like they think about taxes. And I'm like, I can't. What, <laughs> right. what is happening? Yeah. yeah. So. I, yeah. I get it but sometimes yeah. I feel like there's not a ton of particularly male narrators who will do like an age-appropriate voice um and I feel like like if you, like there's there's some audio narrators now who've started to do um they'll do like TikTok lives of them like narrating oh. a current work that they're doing oh which is cool uh, but some of them I'm like that's
1: that's what you look like? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean that's I was, I was, was so surprised name, apparently. But anyways, that's, yeah. that's
2: why I was so surprised by um, cuz I didn't mean I wasn't actually trying to find what he looked like. I was trying to find where his accent was from for the yeah. Magnolia Parks or for Daisy Hates. and yeah. then I ha- like stumbled upon his like IMDb page and was like, "Wait, he's actually cute." What a surprise. Um <laughs> And I think that Winston James, he has, like, his Instagram pretty, like, locked down, but I think he had, like, a profile somewhere, and he's, like, attractive, too. He sounds attractive. Yeah. Well, and those characters are, like, such, like, men, and they're, like, so capable. And so I'm, like, and that's what he sounds like. I'm, like, oh, my God
0: yeah a hundred percent so like the, the audiobooks were definitely I was like well should I take advantage of this sale because like typically I don't, haven't done a ton of audiobooks but now that I feel like that I've done a certain amount I'm like okay I know which people I like and I know what kind of stories I'm willing to listen to like and what'll be good I honestly cannot do like fantasy Very much, unless I'm using the audiobook as, like, a read-along. So, like, I'm reading the book while I listen to the audiobook, because that's why I bought the Sarah J. Moss ones, if that's why you're giving me side-eye, but, um...
3: No, it's just because you froze for a little bit. Oh. (laughs) You were, like... We were just waiting. I was, like, you're... you're, We're just... Letting you talk. She'll
0: come back at some point. Um, so I really can't do the fantasy books, any fantasy books on audiobook because I feel like I miss, I, I highlight and annotate so much shit in audiobooks or in regular books when I'm reading fantasy. And I feel like I just, that gets lost when I'm trying to like listen to it. So I typically avoid yeah. them. Um. That's but I got, so I got Sea of Ruin was my other one, Dark Notes by Pam Godwin, both by Pam Godwin. I got Brutal Obsession by S. Massery. All really long books that I'm like, I've put off and Does It Hurt by H. D. Carlton because they're longer and it's like, I've just had them sitting on my shelf and I was like, I bet if I get the audiobook, I can like start to get into it. And if I switch back and forth, I'll be, you know, excited. So I also got um, The Last One is Caught Up by Liz Tom Ford. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Thank still you. need to read Finish the Right Move. I never finished that one because I didn't like Mile High. So I was like,
3: hmm. Mile High is the worst. In I know. History.
0: That's why I, I, everyone says that the books keep getting better. So I was like, all right. And I like Single Dad and Nanny. So I got caught up. Well, those books are all too long, though. I got the <laughs> honesty. <laughs> So basically, if you have a book that's over 400 pages, I'm probably going to buy the audiobook to go with it. Nice. Smart. I love it. Yeah. That's
1: fair.
0: Yeah. So Crystal, Crystal yeah. what are you in the mood for?
1: Um, so I am all over the place. I just finished two hockey books. One was Rules of Our Own by Jay Wilder. And I just finished like literally an hour ago. Um, offside? By Avery Keelan. That was oh, really long. My I also have that on a shelf. shelf. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really long. It's, it's cute. So really long. It's cute, but I think like a good 30% could have been chopped off, at least. Is it yeah. a singular couple? Those are my in between books because I am reading Rena Kent's Legacy of Gods. oh yeah okay so oh siri's talking to me um so tomorrow i'm probably gonna pick up um god of ruin i think that's where i'm at now fury isn't it god of fury no that one god of ruin Ruin is the fourth book uh god of fury comes out i think wednesday next wednesday oh okay i just it's the It's the title Scrabble Bag thing. I Mm -hmm. can't
3: tell them apart. It's like, take something royal and of or in or whatever, and then something angry. And it's like, that's the Rena Kent.
1: I mean, I was talking about God of oh, yeah. Wrath, and I kept saying God of Malice, and people are like, didn't you read that already? I'm like, oh, I did. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> and this book. Um, but I was told to basically, like, break them up and not read them, binge read it all at the same time, because it can get a little repetitive, and I can yeah. see why, because it does, but yeah. it's like crack, so I'm not saying it's, like, the best thing, oh, oh my God, but it's pretty addictive.
3: I really, it's just, I keep seeing that on my FYP, and then people will, 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 like, people will recommend it, and I'm always like, I'll get into it, I'll get into it. And for the longest time, I didn't read Rena Kent, because Lady Friend was being a clown about trigger warnings, but she's gotten better now, so you I can mean, be I redeemed. Mean, I don't know if-
1: They're better. Some... They're better. I don't think they're sufficient, but they're better. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> um,
3: but at least like I at least they're not like this that. is a dark book. If you are not ready for dark things, you should not be reading this dark book and I'm like, well that's not.
2: True. No, because I have a specific trigger that I <laughs> would like to avoid.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know. Um but they're they're pretty good. Um so I'm in that and then again with hockey and random I did read Mafia which is the righteous his seat by Haley jenner which was That's really so good. good so good so good so um... good i just i read
3: the first two in february of last year and they were i i remember reading first one of them because i got a tiktok that was a like a snippet of a scene or or like a scenario from the book i think it was in the first book where the mmc makes a replica of his dick and sends it to the fnc and i was like i will be reading that oh that's God. funny um, yeah, that's good I, like, love I mean it. like the classic like tiktok i'm gonna cancel everything because that sounds fun yeah uh, but i feel like the third book "The righteous deceit like that was like t- in a totally different class
1: yeah like right.
3: way Wait, more was it the author? H- Haley jenner, Haley jenner.
0: I know, I just Googled it and obviously pictures of Hailey Bieber and Kendall Jenner just show up. <laughs> that's
2: what I was like. I, when, when you said that, I was like, that's not. Who's, I was like, that's not. Wouldn't it be, yeah, it they're be they're funny if Hayley Bieber
3: and
1: Kendall Jenner actually wrote that book?
2: Well, yeah, didn't you say they're co authors, Crystal?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're co authors, so it's two of them. Um, I don't know who's Haley, and I don't know who's Jenner, but.
2: <laughs> oh my god wait that's actually
1: really funny but it might be it might be them <laughs> oh no Chris, I'm not. didn't you meet them oh uh, yeah I met them at Vegas one's a blonde and one's a brunette so mm-hmm. they're just like they that's hire, they they, do. they, they I don't know they weren't there this like... year which I was a little sad about um, uh, but yeah they write really good mafia Um, I haven't yeah. read their other stuff because I think they have like rock star or like bodyguard stuff um, oh, I'm adding these. That usually doesn't tickle my fancy, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I, Wait, I will talk say about
2: the Jay Wilder one. Did you have you read the rest of that series? Because this is like what book three or book four?
1: Yeah, Winter I read book series. one. Rules of no rule number five. I love that. Yeah. one. I think that's my entire yeah. my favorite. Of the entire series. Um, book two. I think I dnf'd it like twenty percent in. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it kind of reinforced the fact that i don't really um vibe with high school out of high school age yeah oh like right out of high school yeah because they were like had just graduated and they were like in the summer between the the college Uh... high school so and i was like yeah i'm not vibing with this but um rules of our own that's the third book they're like it's like a couple years after they graduate college, so it's like they're adults. Oh, NHL, nice. yeah. like pro. It was good. I feel like stuff could have been fleshed out a little bit more. Um, but there's then no hobby. It the a world. lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I um for full disclosure, I was part of the I was on the alpha team for that book. And it did it it, it should I I think there, if there had been a little bit more time, it could have been fleshed out a little bit more and the characters would have felt a little bit more full. But it, then you would have had a 600 page book on your hands. Yeah. Honestly. And I like- feel
2: like anytime you have more than two people involved in the relationship, you need more time to flush things out. And I feel like that's why, like, standalone Why Choose books are usually
3: a like, complete mess.
2: Yeah, either, like, and there's always an exception, like, although I did feel, like, Syndicate of Sins by Marie Maravilla, like, I wish that book was longer, which you'd, like, Same. never hear me say, Um and I've told her that I said it to her on the podcast last week. <laughs> um, and I've said it and i I've like told her that before I was like, I wish this was a duet. And she's like, yeah, like I probably would, if I went back and I would do that. But, um, and like Lilac is super long. Um, and, but like, it's the whole story or their series. Like it's like a duet or t- like two to three or three to four books because it just takes, a while and if you want like any kind of tension or like any kind of like real emotions to happen I feel like you need more time to like flush that out and and then yeah. also if you add in if there's like an another plot happening too you
1: Yeah, need cause more it was pages like, yeah because with this one it was like the first like 30 I want to say 30 percent was like them reuniting and then like trying to figure out if they were going to do like this whole weekend thing and then that, but the whole thing is second chance, so then they go back to their regular lives, and then she has to, like, move near them, you know, and then they're like, oh, this is our chance, but then, like, the relationship between the guys starts evolving, but then that kind of goes to the back burner, you get a lot of, like, in her POV, and I'm like, well, but what mm. are they doing over there, if, you know, they know that there's <laughs> something going on, <laughs> there's some tension over there, why are we keep getting her POV? and not their POV, they're living, t- the guys, are, the two guys are living together now, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of stuff happening, but yeah, well. I'm what like, what the I, hell,
2: you're like, I'm, I want to
1: know, yeah, we like, were I'm, like, giving that to, like, maybe 70% in, and I was like, okay, yeah, but I mean, I will say, like, they're, with, with
3: that book, is that there's the benefit of, like, they've known each other, so, before, so, you don't necessarily have to do, like, that much of, like, this is how they're going to, like, fall back in love or whatever. Sure, yeah. But I will say the smut is always really good because writes really good smut.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. But... Yeah, I just would have liked to see, I guess, the relationship change from, like, you know, bro dudes to romantic between them. Then it would have felt a little bit more believable because I knew that one guy always liked the other one but the other one was kind of like, I'm always, I'm straight like, so I was like yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you want a little bit more
0: oh, I'm
1: yeah. a I, huge antsy person but a little bit more of like the straight guy maybe questioning like, am I really straight or not just, you know or automatically like,
2: yeah, or like that, like I just like oh, I like this like,
0: you know, Mindy, that was, and that was my biggest problem with Give Me More by Sarah Kate Oh, I... Which I feel like we've talked about before. But, like, you got that angst, which I was like, okay, I like this. But then I don't feel like we... Because whatever, I always forget their names.
3: Drake and Hunter.
0: So, is Hunter the husband? Yes. yes. Yeah, so when Hunter just, like, leaves and you don't get any, like, insight into, like, his journey. Basically, like, he goes to his dad's grave, I think, Sorry, spoilers. Um, But, like, he...
3: We know his dad is dead. It's fine.
0: <laughs> he, like... There's no real insight into his journey from figuring out, like, okay, here's who I thought I was into, like... It
2: was a completely manufactured, like, yeah. overly dramatic, like... Compl- Separation. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, like, a completely ridiculous conflict, basically. Like, it was so unbelievable. Yeah. And it was so because she's written essentially the same story before and it was way more compelling in Freefall where mm-hmm. it's like, it's not even that he has like internalized by phobia or internalized like by erasure, because I feel like that's like what it really is. It's just like, like he's not, it's just like, he's just like, um yeah in the wild boys duet nash is like he just has other he's just like it has emotional problems and he has like trauma and like stuff that he just has to work through. but he
0: also makes the super like biphobic comment right well, and like yeah, so and like, at least you know he's like struggling really hard with that you know
2: right which to me my my thing was that he was more having commitment issues and then his way yeah of, like, lashing out was by just leaning into that and I knew that that was coming and I still felt like I had been kicked in the stomach and I was right oh Oh my god I I kind of already read them them. (laughs) oh they're so good okay but that's what and give me more I was like this is so dumb like I don't believe that this is what's going on which so with uh Jay Wilder I read her series um that she did with kate king the gentleman series and it's a why choose and in book two there's like it's three guys and two of the guys there's like a scene where they're like oh it's not a total surprise when something sort of starts to happen in one of the like spicy scenes but it's from the guy one of the guys pov and he's like oh we've never really like crossed like fully crossed this line before and we're kind of like about to and like okay, like, are we cool? Like, is this going to maybe, are we going to, like, start to, like, like, toe the the line here? And I was, like, drooling. Like, I was, like, this is so well done. I (laughs) love this so much. Like, it's so good. But then in book three, it just was, like, all of the spicy scenes were from her, from the FMC's POV, and it, like, just kind of fell flat. Like, nothing really, like, hit. It was, like, a bunch of stuff happened behind the scenes. That we didn't get to see and then it was just like oh okay
1: never like i guess yeah. that happened that was the thing with rules of our own as well like i think ev- almost every single spicy scene that like well from when they the guy started hooking up like she was involved in some way and i was kind of like do they get their own like the like the blowjob part is fine when they were by themselves but then eventually she comes in and they're like oh why don't you join and she's like no nah. I'm just gonna watch you guys, and I'm like, yeah,
0: no, like, wait, like, I'm but it's, it's from watch. her POV. No, it's so it's her. Of the guys oh, POV. Okay, like, okay.
1: The fact that she just okay, walks okay. in on them, and she's still like involved in some type of way. I'm like, oh yeah, I know. That's like, a the thing. time, like this could have been a perfect right you like, just have their one-on-one time, even if she just accidentally walked in on them. And then, right, you know, like, I
2: yeah. always want, in a wide choose for there to be. At least one like one-on-one scene with each of the characters. I'm like that is a requirement. Like, yeah. Obviously, group scenes yeah. are, like a must, but I do like if there's one like there's like an old As Eva Ashwood series that I read like when I was like re- going through her whole backlist, and there's one where it's one of the guys doesn't get an On page one on one scene, and I was like, Oh, you got left
3: out. Oh <laughs> like, I was like, Oh,
1: it's like getting big right glass right? and
3: dodgeball. I
1: know
2: <laughs> it made me sad. I was like, You guys, what happened? Um,
3: Shawnee, what are you in the mood for this <laughs> week? Um, okay, well, I have I've finally busted through my stupid decision paralysis slump nonsense. So I'm like, I I read through like Thanksgiving break, I read like a gazillion books and I was vibing with like some Christmas stuff because I don't like, I don't know. I always think that I'm going to like get into the spooky season stuff and then so much of it is like paranormal and I don't always like vibe with that. So I guess I just have to like admit to myself that like, when it comes to like holiday novellas and shit, it's like Christmas books for me. So uh, these are things that you have to admit to yourself. You know, it's part of growing up, I guess. But um, I read I th- um A Wonderful Lie, which is came from a recommendation from, from you, Bonnie, which is Carrie Aarons, right? I think that's her name. And that's a, like a golden retriever-ish, black cat woman who are like competing podcasters on the same network. Um, And she doesn't really like Christmas. He loves Christmas. It's cute. Just spicy enough, just the right length. Um, And then I read Omer and Moore's A Festive Feud. Adorable. Extremely hallmark, but adorable. Um, To the point where our friend Meg, who was like a gothic queen, she read it and was like obsessed. So... Even if you're not into Christmas novellas, that one's a really good one. It's like two families who's in a small town who they always throw like competing Christmas parties, which sounds like a crazy premise, but then no, they get I in- love that. But then they get into trouble, and the mayor decides that the two families have to throw the Christmas party together, and then obviously,
0: um, Marmore co-wrote Jingle Wars which came out last year, that is, like, a holiday romance. Yeah, that's the reason I stopped reading holiday romances. I love you, Mari. sorry if you ever listened to this. But they use, like, a candy cane during hooking up. And I was like, nope, this is Christmas taken too far. I don't want it. (laughs) They were, like, using the candy cane. I was like, mm mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no it's sticky <laughs> and it sounds it's just like I can't get past it and like nope I don't know um and so I didn't pick up her new one but it's getting so many good reviews and now I'm like fuck yeah.
3: it's really cute it's really okay. cute and it's like for for the length of it it's pretty spicy oh.
0: um
3: and then I have to I have to like say I read Nicole green's mistletoe mistake which is kind of a follow-up to her last year's Christmas novella because uh, it's like similar uh, characters who like appeared in the previous one but this one has chronic illness rep and it's like best friends to lovers but there's been like mutual pining and it's beautifully done the rep the chronic illness rep is done really nicely as well um and it's it's just cute and wholesome and it is 130 pages which is the exact correct length for a novella. I don't mm-hmm. need your 190-page novels. I'm like, you just didn't want to write a, a whole book. You were, yeah. you were thinking about it, but you just didn't get all the way there. Um, and then, I, I did read Morgan Elizabeth's Big Nick Energy, which I like. Morgan, uh, this story was cute, but just like the technical, technical technicalities of the book like i swear to god someone uploaded an uncorrected proof on KU or on Amazon and this book this book came out like at least a month ago yeah uh, and like mm-mm, mm-mm, like it's it's bad like i'm down with like one or two typos but this was like to the point of someone fucked up like and there's a a friend of the pod who pointed out when she had gotten the arc and she had pointed out all these mistakes in the arc that she got, and then was like, here's the list of like the mistakes that I found. So I was as I was reading it, she was like, Oh my god, I found all these things. And then I kept finding ones that she didn't have on her list that was extensive, and and it's not just like um like it's not just like a typo or like a like a homophone word change kind of thing like there's a chapter in which like it's supposed to be in his pov it's
1: supposed to just a her pov
3: yeah like yeah. in mid mid sentence mid sentence <laughs> like it'll be like it it's like it's in his pov and it says nick please don't i said and then it's him again and it's like ah, what do you what do you do? like it's like clearly something got switched around in the rewrite or like maybe that chapter was originally in her pov or whatever but like it's not
1: great the story's cute but i mean it's pretty noticeable cuz i'm terrible at recognizing grammar and all this other stuff and i was like something's not right but uh, we got the physical books as for VIP in Vegas for Love in Vegas, the physical book and the physical inside. book has all these things. Yeah. Oh. I have a.
0: I got it in a PR box and now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna read.
1: It I didn't get that PR box, but I was like, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> I,
0: I think it's fine. That you didn't fine. get it.
1: I got the physical book already. I didn't need the socks. But, nope. Uh, But
0: yeah,
1: honestly, yeah. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong; it's still a cute story. It is a really cute story. It's just okay. Some of that kind of may take you out of enjoying, I guess.
3: Well, I feel like we just we talk a lot about this whole idea that like everyone's becoming like an author services person, or everyone has their own like little bookish business. But like, you also have to have like some skill to do it. Like, where did this editor come from? That she used. Because that stuff is. Like. It's so obvious.
0: <laughs> like I've I, Yeah. I've had. So the only other series I've ever read. Which like. I feel bad even saying it. I know I don't need to feel bad. I like the books so much. But they are so poorly edited. That I almost feel weird recommending them. Um, but the. Um. Is it the Hollow Boys?
3: Oh, Monty J? By Monty J? I had to DNF it because of the editing.
0: The Hollow Boys series are... The plot, the story, they're so good. I'm like, these are exactly what I'm looking for in a dark romance. They are so poorly edited. And I'm like, who's editing your books? Is anyone editing your books? Like... Can we do a GoFundMe? Like, I literally want you to succeed so badly. And I'm so angry that this is happening right now.
3: No, it's no legit. Like, so I, when I read like maybe 30% of the first book in that series, and I was talking to our friend Angie herself about yeah she really
0: liked them too she really,
3: she really she really liked them but she was also like look like shawnee you're gonna have a problem with this yeah. <laughs> but you're just gonna have to push through you're just gonna have to ignore it because then you're gonna get to like book three and it's gonna be really great and i was like oh no it's another zodiac academy where it's like you just have to like get through x number of hundreds of pages before it gets quote-unquote gets good and i was like nope i will not put myself through this like i was like my eye is twitching i'm like freaking louise from bob's burgers like <laughs> you know? um so yeah i didn't read that but I, it's like people who like that series really like it so maybe maybe it gets a trad pub pickup and the like, line edits get cleaned up or something <laughs> we can only hope but yeah um and i did also i finished princess which was an absolute delight princess of is it chaos ash ash the second book in the series and um i know mary you and i were talking about it separately but i like that one so much because it is less like what what's even the word for it it's like it's not so miserable (laughs) as the other series as other books in the series like there's a level of like camaraderie among the guys and the princess that yeah is an, like they're more of a unit together um they're all victims together Just
2: like, yeah there's a lot more like us against like the system than us versus each other and like the real like villain is like way more closely involved instead of being this sort of like shadowy outside figure. Yeah. It's like way yeah. more direct. And so I think that that's like definitely uh, it makes it more immediate. Like the threat is more immediate, but also, so it's like, I don't know. I was like heart pounding in a lot of that, book. Uh, yeah, but also it, does give the characters like more opportunity to kind of work together but also like trauma bond yeah for sure (laughs)
3: um but I'm I'm excited to see what the final book is going to be like Mm -hmm. but today I started speaking of poorly edited books uh, (laughs) um (laughs) I started Caution to the Wind by Gianna Darling after I managed to get my hands on it after it was embargoed (laughs) by (laughs) Amazon uh, or something like that yesterday on release day. But um, we wanted to, this was sort of what we wanted to talk about this week because it's been such a highly anticipated release when, you know, it was supposed to come out two years ago and then they were having like approximately 74 million delays and postponements of this book and it finally is here. After a quagmire.
2: <laughs> okay. okay. Crystal, you know, like, give us the, like, background breakdown I like, on okay. what is going on with this. Yeah,
0: for to- anybody who has not read the series or, like, knows nothing about it. Because, like, I have, I, I know what the series is, but I've not read anything about it. And I have no concept, no context as, like, why this was such a big deal until recently.
1: So, I mean, it's basically the motorcycle gang in I think it's British Columbia, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and it was a book that kind of came out of nowhere because the final book, which was Dead Man Walking, which was Priest and B, like that one kind of felt like the final one in a sense. Definitely. But then she announced that there was a seventh one coming because I re- I looked at her TikTok today. And she, po- she announced that like June of 2021 and people like lost their mind. I didn't know why because I didn't even recognize the character she was talking about. I was like, who is X-Men? Like, <laughs> I forgot all about it. Um, yeah, I was like, I don't know who this is. Uh, I mean, the, granted, the series is pretty good because it's pretty, you know, gritty, forbidden romances. I think like a lot of the FMCs are like... A little too young. yeah. Yeah, it's always age gap, so the guys are, like, in their 30s, almost hitting 40s? Zeus is 42, I think. There you go. I think Zeus is the oldest one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, I think there's like a, like, well, I hate the, I do not like the term reverse age gap, but to Older woman. Easier, older woman, younger man, which is yeah. kind of so there's all this, like, forbidden age gap angst that, you know, most people would love, and it's kind of dark i wouldn't say it's a dark romance but they're like darkish themes but maybe it's because i've read darker stuff since then that i don't consider necessarily a dark romance to me but yeah wait that's yeah that happens (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so the book was supposed to come out i believe originally in march then it was postponed to april then it was postponed to may but then in april everyone that was getting arcs at least i was supposed to get an arc from valentine pr she has her own separate pr um arc team we got notices that like they didn't have the manuscript about like three days before it was supposed to be like released um I pulled out because I was like, you guys have a lot of like stuff going on. And this is like very weird. Um, I don't know what's going on. I mean, she didn't want to release the book because she didn't have her Facebook. She got her Facebook yeah. taken away. This is like and- the weirdest thing. where It's like, it seems like that's been the reason. And
3: it's like, why does that matter that you don't have access to your Facebook account when you have everything else set up?
1: Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know the logistics of how long, like how much percentage wise that helps in your marketing plan. But I see there's other authors that don't even have a Facebook or a Facebook group and they do extremely well. And I feel like Gianna has a fan base that's pretty big.
3: Yeah, wow. I would say so.
1: She could have done, done well without Facebook, but she was very curious yeah. having her Facebook because she didn't want her reader group to feel excluded for the people who don't have like ig and tiktok i guess that was her reasoning because when i was at love in vegas last year my friend that i was with flat out asked her <laughs> what was going on <laughs> and was like you know and basically told her you don't need your facebook <laughs> but you know well, Gianna was very adamant that she wanted her facebook because it wasn't fair to the people in the group to not be able to like celebrate with them and you know interact with her people because at that time she did have her ig back i just yeah she's know had her- her- yeah. yeah her ig was back online like i want to say a couple of months after the initial debacle because it was yeah. both facebook and instagram that were taken away because they're linked but then insta she got her instagram back but her facebook was still another problem
3: it's just so bizarre to me because I'm like, if that is your reason, just make another
1: Facebook account because the group didn't go anywhere. Well, they were saying their logic was, this is what she's, I don't know how true this is, but they were saying anything that would be associated with any type of email with her name in it would be immediately blocked or banned or deactivated. Change the email. Like, I was like, I can you like, use your husband's email or something? <laughs> I don't know. Make up I a feel fake I think I'm full of solutions. Email. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, because I, I thought it wasn't that hard, because I see people in my regular life, they get banned from Facebook all the time, and they just make another account, and they, you know, yeah. To to me, like, who are you? Um so are you apparently, <laughs> apparently
2: it was a big
1: thing, um, but yeah, Valentine PR didn't have the arcs when they were supposed to be originally sent, which kind of raised red flags for me. Um, And they were the ones that basically had said that they had reached out to Gianna and her PA and, you know, there was still nothing there. So I knew then it was going to be probably, I thought it was going to be delayed another month. I didn't think it was going to be postponed indefinitely. But then she posted that it was going to be, well, her PA posted on her behalf, behalf that it was going to be postponed indefinitely until she gets her Facebook back. And then, once she gets her Facebook back, instead of doing arcs, she was just going to do a flat li- live release. Like, the book's just going to go out and you'll have it when you have it, basically, yeah. was the whole thing about it. And then, but in the Facebook group, which was really weird, the PA would continuously do teasers for the book, which at first was like okay, but then the more they kept doing it, the more it was pissing people off. Yeah, because
3: you're waving like a hot meal in front of starving people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then they stopped doing that, and then they just started talking about like the other books. They would talk about like Dead Man Walking, or they'll talk about like when you know the girl covers were back in stock and stuff like mm. like they would do with stuff like that. And people are like, we don't want to hear about none of this. Where's the book? <laughs> Where's the book? <laughs> <laughs> Which was the funniest thing ever in like Facebook groups. Um, and then it got pretty ugly. Like I want to say early this year. But I think it was because more people started seeing her going to signings and that started like really aggravating them more and more. And I yeah, know my she, hasn't missed, she hasn't missed a big signing. Not one. Every single one time she's in there, she shows up.
2: <laughs> so. Which is what is that confidence level? Because like as an anxious girlie, if I had missed a deadline that badly, I would never show <laughs> my face in public again.
1: Honestly, because when my friend had asked her, like, flat was like, where is it? I was like, oh, my God, no, like, I did not know how to do an exit. So I awkwardly was just like shuffling <laughs> while they're like talking about it, because I'm like, I personally would have never asked that, like, at least not like in a crowd. No. Setting. Maybe if it was one on one, maybe. Um, but not even then, because I'm like, at the end of the day, it's probably not my business. I don't care. It's like like we're not, as readers, we're not entitled
3: to a book that the author doesn't want to put out, whatever the reason is. But I think that there's, like, such a, like, a friction between her saying that it's going to come out and if her PA is posting teasers, but, like, there's no release date and it's all this stuff. So it's, like, you're just kind of, like, just what is going on and why can't you tell us? And then it's, like, when you finally gave us the release date i think like she, she it was literally like a week ago or something it was
1: like mid-november she was like okay
3: it's coming out on the 28th and
1: everyone was like what well first of all she popped out of nowhere again like i was like oh her, her facebook's back like i was it, it was like that you know that tiktok sound surprise surprise shade. like she just <laughs> like that. and i was like where did you come from like i thought we were gonna go into 2024 still not having this book <laughs> um, and then it was like teased constantly. like I think, because I mean, again, these are all rumors and it's hearsay, but like people were saying that every conference that she went to, she was telling people the book's going to be out next month, the next month. And then the next month would come and go, oh and there God. was no book. <laughs> so then people would go into Facebook group and they'd be like, what's going on? Um, and I mean, sometimes it got downright hostile. Um, and I felt bad for the PA. Because she was taking the brunt of it, um, yeah. They would they would say, "Oh, it's not against you. We're just really mad at Gianna," or like so are gonna like, be mad at you because yeah, Gianna we're not gonna be like, ma- we're not mad at you, but yeah, we're you know we're you're, we're giving you all this verbal, you know, attack, but just you know, I guess when next time you speak to Gianna, just tell her everything we said. I don't know. I don't know if that was what their logic was or something. Um, I know people like got kicked out and stuff like that. Uh, Post posts are definitely deleted now. Now that she's back, I did not find a single one <laughs> when I went back mm-hmm. to look. Yeah, they're like gone. I was like, oh, they they went in and cleaned house, and it's just like business as usual. We're not even going to talk about the fact that I've been gone for like nineteen months. Um, here's the, the book.
3: vision is history.
1: Yeah, <laughs> here's the book. We're not gonna. You are not even going to talk about it because I mean, granted, at this point, I don't know how true it is of the Facebook they didn't want to give me my account back. I
0: was going to say also like this is almost this bordering on like you know how with famous people it's almost like the public expects you to share what's going on as if like you have a right to know what's going on in their life because they are a public figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With this it almost feels like because of how personal we are with authors And, like, you can be in their reader group or, like, you're on their ARC team. And it's, like, it's almost like you have this, like, personal relationship with them. You're, like, I kind of feel like I am owed an explanation for what the fuck is going on. (laughs) Even though, you know, she might have, like, family shit or who knows, like, what is going on in her life. But, like, it feels like... It definitely feels well, like excuses are just being thrown at you. And you're like, oh, this feels not truthful. And well, I'd love to just know.
1: Because this is what she wanted. She wasn't releasing the book until she could go back in her Facebook group. And then you have these your Facebook yeah. group. <laughs> and you they're yeah. just like, you're like, oh, sorry. You know, I wanted to hang out with you. That's why I didn't release the book. She's she like, she had total control
0: know. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Well, and I feel like, too, there's been many authors who have, like, stepped back from social media or had to delay like a book release or something because of like family problems or mental health or whatever. And they will say that and then be like, or like say some high level thing. And everybody's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do. Like that's all you have to say. And people are just like, and of course there's probably going to be some jerks that are like act entitled to whatever. But in general, I feel like people are pretty respectful of if you just say that, just say, Right. I am not gonna be able to do this because of a personal thing. That's it. The fact that she made it such a lame, weird thing, like, oh, because I don't have access to my Facebook, it just invites
1: speculation. Yeah. Like, because it's <laughs> I so, honestly, events and everything. not the real answer. A lot of speculation. Yeah. Like from the book yeah, right. was never done to the fact mm-hmm. that maybe she has a ghostwriter and her ghostwriter quit. <laughs> like there was a bunch of stuff that I heard, and I'm like, I where are you guys getting this from? What, one, of the, <laughs> one,
3: of the things, one of the things i also heard at some point i want to say like especially in the summer when i heard like rumblings of caution to the wind coming out was that mm-hmm. she was shopping the fallen men series around to publishers for a pickup and she was waiting for that but that's like that's complete like hearsay allegedly but I, because i'm like well elsie silver kept freaking publishing i was what? gonna say like, everyone like, does that is like you it just like books out the
1: more people actually talk about your books is the more that maybe that gets the publisher's attention not you necessarily mm-hmm. shopping. i mean i know you shopping it yourself too but like a lot of the authors that have gotten picked up lately i feel like it's because you can yeah. go on TikTok and like scroll through your fyp and maybe see five videos within an hour mm-hmm. about the same mm-hmm. book or series like i have right. yeah many people talk about the fallen men series and i want to say at least a year on tiktok at least not on my fip the only yeah, time i've seen like, a, yeah. bad, it's a joke about how long it's taking for the next yeah. book to come out but like not actually yeah. talking about the other books
3: yeah the last book in the series dead man walking came out december 27th 2020 so it's been nearly three years between the books so, like, if it had come out in the March of 2022, like, that's a long kind of a break. But now it's, like, even compounded. But, I mean, like, I liked the series when I read it. And it was, like I, like you said, Crystal, like, it felt like a complete thing to me. But now that this was coming out and, like, you guys know that I love to read for, like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> um... But so yesterday, because I, I knew that it was coming out, and I was like, all right, finally, like, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it. <laughs> yesterday morning, when I went to download it, nowhere to be seen. And Gianna sp- spent, like, multiple days being like, it's coming out on the 28th. It's coming out on the 28th. And I was like, all right, it's 8 a.m. I'm, like, getting my coffee ready. I'm going to download it. I'll start it. Because I knew that we were kind of wanna- wanting to talk about it. So I was like, yeah, it'll be great. I'll be ready. And then, like, the book was no- <laughs> nowhere to be seen. And then nowhere, apparently, except for her Facebook group, had she notified people that it was going to be a live release because on her Instagram, she was like, it's going to be out on the 28th. And then she was like, oh, JK, uh, we just got to wait Amazon, for Amazon to get it out because it's a live release. And I'm like, can you not be honest with your like reader base for for even like the tiniest thing? Nobody cares if it's a live release. Then you just go, it's live now instead of continuously being like it's on the 28th it's on the 28th it's on the 28th and now it's like it's still like vaguely impossible to find on amazon so i don't know what's going on in the back end of all of that but i do have it
1: i think it could be because she uploaded the file literally the day before it was supposed to be live like literally in the facebook group she's like i just uploaded the file so you'll see it in there tomorrow and i'm like it I thought most people do it at least, like, everyone I've known that, like, I talk to, like, author-wise, they say, like, usually, like, 72-hour, 48-hour yeah, type thing that Amazon makes them do, even when it's, like, an actual scheduled release. So, to yeah. do it, like, the day before is wild to me, but what do I well, know?
3: That's, well, that's that's the thing when it's, like, when paperbacks go live early. It's because they download like up they uploaded the file like a week early or something like that, and then it takes like three days to get approved, and then the paperback is live, but the live date for the ebook cannot be changed.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's
3: why the ebook comes out on the actual date when the paperbacks go live early. But in this okay. case, like if you don't have it set it up, you don't have it set up. But I did, <laughs> I did, I did start the book today, and. Uh, I don't Is it perfectly
2: know. edited because she's had three years to edit
3: it? <laughs> um, it? I hope so. Mm, well, let let's <laughs> let's just put it this way. I like. <laughs> um, I like the Fallen Men series. I will I will go on record in saying that. Um, should
1: I potentially revisit that? <laughs> Probably. No. Just just it's two it's like two different decades just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right well, so- so I like to is- the men series up until this point and then moving forward well I'm kind of like I so I've been
3: talking today to people who are not fans of Gianna um and who are like no Shawnee. like this is how she's always written this is how she's always written like why do you not know this and I'm like what kind of, like, a fucking fever dream state was I in? 2020, in... probably. <laughs> I, I didn't read them in 2020. I read them in, like, 2021, I want to say. In the fall of 2021, maybe. Or something like that. But, like, yeah. that's close enough or something.
2: I read, like, 120 why choose novels in the back half of <laughs> 2021. 2021 was a fever dream.
3: Honestly. True. Yeah. But I... I will go on record and saying, like, Nova and Lila's book is, like, my favorite. I absolutely love it. Um, I, I'm scared to go back now because I feel like my opinion will be changed. So I'm not going back.
1: That's
3: I'm, why I am not reread.
1: Because my mind... I know definitely my mind will change. So... Yeah. Don't reread. But
3: I started this book and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and, like, it's... So technically the copy is fine it's what the content is is bananas, like it's it's really it first of all it starts off when the fmc is 12. oh just a gianna special um yeah. but she is writing the way that she is writing is really challenging because it's the fmc Who is talking about something that happened when she was 12, but it's set, she's talking about it in from this like omniscient perspective of like having, there's like reflection built into what's happening to her in the moment.
0: So this is a different time period?
3: So it's got like she's 12, she's 17, and then she's like, I think like 20 six or something I haven't gotten to that part yet but it's like the I think like all of the all of the chapters before she is of the final age in the book are like reflective sort of but it's not clear but it's like this 12 year old who is doing this like James Joyceian description of a county fair and I'm just like this is not this is not right I don't (laughs) like it It's the self awareness doesn't work for this kind of a story when you are giving like you're giving like time periods of when things are happening, so you can't like bring in the current character into the past. In anyway, I
1: don't know if I'm making sense, (laughs) that's weird,
3: but it's also like her metaphors are something else. Like they're just like it's like she's like she's like she gets to like 90% of the metaphor and then she loses the plot and she likes to do this thing where she does like three metaphors together it'll be like it was like a leaf in the wind or a plastic bag tumbling down the street or a flutter of a butterfly and, he, and then it's the sentence is over and you're just like what are we talking about like, <laughs> You know how like we and there's a scene where she's making like cup noodles or something and then like she has to like in it's she's making the noodles. It's in his POV and he knows the brand, the flavor and what is her favorite flavor in that noodle line. And I'm like, why is this in this chapter? Like, you guys are just talking in the kitchen. Like, it's 100% feels like she's, like, trying to, like, add in words to make the book longer. Mmm. I hate hate that.
0: Like, when you would write essays and try to, like, make it a certain word length. (sighs) 100%. Yeah. It's... Should I read some highlights?
3: Yes. Okay, hold on. Let me pull it up. Let me see if I can pull them up.
2: The title of this episode is going to be "In the Mood for Gianna Darling"
0: (parentheses, maybe). <laughs> You're not like selling me on the series, but I do want to read. I, no, it. no, no,
3: no, I'm sick. not selling.
0: It's just a I'm, laugh.
3: I'm not trying to sell you on the series. I'm trying to make sure you don't read this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but okay, it just might, might be unnecessary
0: to read this one.
1: No,
3: um, no, uh, but for okay, so. This is, this is a good, good, good example. So there is a there's a moment in the very beginning where when she's 12 and she and her best friend and her best friend's mother are attacked at the county fair. And this is when she wakes up and she says she's 12. The first thing I felt when I woke up was pain. It was a dull drum beat under the muffled coating of drugs in my system, but it was still uncomfortable enough to set, uncomfortable enough to set my teeth on edge. The second thing was Cleo. Her Vera Wang princess perfume in my nose, her soft hair tickling my cheek, and the sweet tangle of her fingers in mine. Why is the name of the perfume in there? Like what uh, is- Okay, I'm on board with that because that is a very
1: specific sense. Did a twelve year old oh, know okay. all of a sudden. <laughs> oh hell yeah.
0: No,
2: Vera Wang princess is twelve year old perfume. That was like all the like bad girls.
0: Oh, yeah? yeah.
2: I wore that. Yeah.
1: So, I, didn't even, I wasn't allowed to
0: wear yeah, perfume this, at that yeah, age. Bath
1: this, and Body Works, that's and that's I'm it. <laughs> you know, bath and Body yeah, Works. They, <laughs> they definitely shoplifted
2: it, like, <laughs> 100%. But that is, like, that was, like, the baddie girl, like, but you're, like, 12, 13, and so your mom definitely didn't buy you perfume, but it's, like, hot girl, but you're 12.
0: I would have assumed it was, like, Juicy Couture or... No, Vera
2: Wang... No, Vera Wang Princess. I know Vera Wang's, like, very high-end for, like, Mm -hmm. wedding dresses, but Vera Wang Princess specifically is marketed towards young girls the same way as... It's in the same category as Juicy Couture. So that's actually... A very like I was like oh nice on brand I'm
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm fine okay there's so like oh nice the rest of us are like the- what <laughs> yeah this
2: didn't have the effect on me that you wanted it to show
3: <laughs> that's you. fine we will put we will file that under I did not grow up grow up in this country and I'm a little bit older so I was Tommy Girl <laughs> in my oh, life
2: oh no Tommy girl was like the rich preppy girls wore that Vera Wang book was like it was uh okay. So I feel like this will, it, it, it's the um, Victoria's Secret Love spell. It's like oh, the yeah. higher-end okay.
1: version so of that. Much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did Victoria's okay. Secret Bath and Body Work, so. Yes.
3: Yeah. Um, okay, but so this is this is another one where she's still 12, and this 12-year-old has this internal monologue. I wasn't sure if something was deficient in my personality or something was wrong with my heart, but I couldn't seem to connect to people easily. It was all or nothing in the games of the heart, and the only people I'd ever trusted with mine outside my outside of my family were Cleo, Kate, and Henning. It's like twelve-year-olds don't talk like this. Like, what are you doing? Talking- yeah. At <laughs> like, no.
0: like sixth grade, <laughs> seventh, seventh grade,
3: depending. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nonetheless, t- show me a like a six sixth grader seventh grader who's thinking in their head of like
0: all oh, my emotions are
3: deficient like <laughs> no that that is not the level of self
2: you're like
0: too self-involved at that point to realize that you're yeah. taking consider that
2: yeah and your emotions are like the only thing that you think matters mm-hmm.
3: yeah
0: 100
3: but like it's i don't i don't know i mean like maybe i'll i'm i mean i will finish it out of spite. I do
2: now kind of want to go start the beginning of the series, though.
3: Yeah,
2: so it kind of feels like a vibe. Are they on Kindle Unlimited? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
3: Um, well, as delightful as this has been, I need to get back to the all of the uh, weird written out metaphors of Diana Darling.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got
3: homework because too. I do need to. I do need to see where this story goes because apparently it is friends to enemies to lovers, and I'm at twenty eight percent, and they're still friends. So
0: can't have a oh, it's
3: friends to enemies to lovers. How can you be friends with enemies? <sighs> Why didn't you start with that? <laughs> um well, okay. Can- well, Yeah. Okay. It's- exactly. It's also like it's uh, it's <clears throat> it's creepy. Anyway. Yeah, but yeah, I- yeah. Okay, I- okay, I- okay, At okay, this okay. point I can't I can't end. But I have to end this podcast so I can get back to it. Yeah, okay. Um, fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> for so- Thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us the Deanna Darling tea. Thank um, you for if me. Delightful. You can come back anytime. Yay! We will talk about creepy Facebook groups all day long.
1: Um, on the internet, where can people find you? Uh, I am Lee Loves Books underscore on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. YouTube. I mean, wow. the YouTube channel is like dead on arrival, but I'm going to try to revive it next month. I'm just busy moving and I don't have time.
0: <laughs> okay. I'll
1: subscribe. Oh. Yeah. You'll I'm going to do, I'm going to start probably doing actual book reviews there. Cause I feel like my TikTok is more, I can't do reviews on there. I don't mm-hmm. want to anyways.
3: Mary, where can we find you? I
2: am at the vibrarian on Instagram and TikTok.
0: And Bonnie, I'm at Bon Reviews Books on Instagram and TikTok.
3: And I'm Shawnee, and I'm at Shawnee Reads on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find us Facebook. Wow, we, we, we spent the entire time talking about Facebook, and I was like, I'm on Facebook. No, I'm I'm not. Shawnee Reads on Instagram and TikTok, and you can follow the podcast on Instagram and TikTok at In The Mood for underscore Pod, and you can always email us at In The Mood for at gmail.com and, Thanks um,
0: Bye, you guys, guys. See Bye. You guys. Bye. Bye.